Are you ready for Bible dingers? What? Are you ready for Bible dingers? Sorry, Nicholas. I don't really know. All right, so we did a real deal, real news to open the show. But Ryan's not feeling it because mm, we need to get him in dinger mode. <laughs> Where's my dinger at? I wish I had it. Oh, we don't have our... D- we don't have... Bro, it's all making sense now. <laughs> we don't have the triangle that we normally have. I miss it. Ding. Should I go get it? Mm. Oh, the ding. <laughs> oh, That's a ding, that bro. Was God, Speaking oh, to us. That That's God. God dinging it, bro. That there we go, God. baby. <laughs> anyway. You know what, bro? I think I'm just, I'm just not frivolous. I think today. you need to be frivolous. Anyway, you know <laughs> what I think you need? You're not allowed to be frivolous. <laughs> you know what I think you need? I what? think you need a real. News on Bible oh. news. I think this is what's going on right now. You know what? You're right. I think you need. I, feel- I think you need a real fake news. A real news. <laughs> so passionate. How you doing? <laughs> Whoa! How you doing? Whoa! I didn't even have my Red Bull this morning. Whoa! You just had some burnt. Are you guys ready? Some burnt toast coffee. Real news or. Give it to me. 2019. <laughs> That's this year. January 2019. Backstreet Boys. Hey, BSG. Drop their latest album, DNA. Is this real news or fake news? Isn't that Kendrick Lamar? Oh. Oh, how do you know Kendrick Lamar? He's, what? What kind what? of question is that? Who doesn't know yeah, Kendrick, bro? He's extremely Mark. famous. Mark. <laughs> he clearly knows him. Wait, who's Kendrick Lamar? K dot, oh, Kenny Kenny Lamy. Oh anyway. no, uh, Kendrick and uh, Backstreet Boys collab. Oh, yeah. that would be the day that Backstreet Boys actually became relevant again. Probably. Uh, probably. Oh. Bro. How you doing? Anyway, so is this real news absolutely. or fake news? That's absolutely real. Wait, th- you're real? just saying the album's called DNA. The album's called DNA. They just dropped it January 2019. After 18 years, they dropped this album. Wait, it hasn't been 18 years since they dropped an album. I thought no, they had a they comeback. Like, they, they had a comeback. They had a comeback, but I'm just saying they've been around for 18. I don't know. It's 18 years. So. I don't know. I just made that number up. So. Um, you think they've been around for 18 years? I'm gonna, Houdini. Where do my facts go, bro? Because I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly. I don't, I don't even know if I they've think been around. I think they've been longer than 18 years because they're like 50. So I think they've been around much longer than 18 years. Hmm. Hold on, Mark. Distract Nick. I think it's fake news. I don't. I feel like you think I, I would have heard about it. So who am I responding to? Am I responding to you or Ryan? I think it's real news. What is that? You have mixed emotions. Is this Chris Thomas? (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like him. Anyway, this news. Oh, that's definitely real news. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So who am I responding to? Um, I say it's fake. You say it's fake. You say it's real. Who do I have to respond to on the sound? Do you say that the song that I played just now was fake? That was not a real song. <laughs> can, you, can you put on some Backstreet Boys for us? Bro? I just did. That was Backstreet Boys? Yes, that was the DNA album. No, it wasn't. Oh, yes, it was. Ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. That's real news. Can you put on some Backstreet back? All right. I don't want to listen to that. Come on, come on, come on. Let's do it. Hold on. Let's give them a shout out real quick. They need you it. You just played them. They've been irrelevant for 18 years. <laughs> you know, they need a shout out. Uh, my phone's acting up. I think it's a sign from God. Hey, don't play Backstreet Boys. Ooh. Hey! Let's go, baby. Chris Tomlin? Hey! How you doing? 
Juar. Talking about Jews. Jews are in Exodus. Hey. Speaking of Exodus. <laughs> Tell me perfect why. transition, by the way. Yo, Bob. <laughs> um, we're talking about Exodus today. We're talking about Exodus, guys. Can can you give me a brief synopsis of the book of Exodus? I really need you to ask that before. I got it. You needed me to ask that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the second book of the Bible. Yep. You guys know any more fun facts before we... Oh, that was a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. The um, author could be one of five people. It could be Moses or it could be... Um, these four writers that allegedly ma- that com- allegedly that comprise the JEDP theory. Um, we're not really gonna go with that theory. If you want to learn more about it, we talked about it both in the Genesis episode and in the introduction to the Old Testament episode. Mm. Uh, we're gonna stick with the conservative view that Moses wrote it. Um, the date it was written was during Moses's lifetime which was around 1525 to 1405 BC um and yeah he was old dude that's pretty mm. old yeah he would have been what like 25 now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Moses is a millennial yeah <laughs> if 25 is old dude, <laughs> dude my sister just turned 30 this weekend i'm going to be 30 in august and how old are you that's sick dude uh 27 Right? Yeah, I'm 27. You're 27? Yeah, I'm 27. Oh, you're my I'm so sister's depressed, age. man. I don't even want my birthday to come. You're turning 30, 30 this year, right? Mm. Oh, that's sick, 30. dude. That is sick. I'll be 23 July. I guess we're going to have to replace you. 23 in July. Get out of my house. This is the Lord's house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, calling me Lord, bro? Anyways. <laughs> Not for a second. <laughs> Anyway, so um, it was probably while the Israelites were camped at Mount Sinai. Uh, either that or it could be it could have been any time during the wilderness wanderings or it could have been close to his death uh, when they were in the plains of Moab. The original title of Exodus follows along with the Hebrew tradition of naming the book after the first few words of the book. Um, remember, the original title of Genesis is actually in the beginning um, in Hebrew. How you doing? The what, Nick? Say it. What? I said that before, and he looked at me funny. I think it's the way you said it. Like you weren't connecting the dots. You 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 didn't say that before because that, that got cut out of our our episode. Yeah, you uh, you never so said that. Happened. Yeah, it never happened. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I meant. <laughs> Mail, mail, mail. What does he say, mailman? Mail. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <Boo>. um, <laughs> oh, that, that sounds demonic. Yeah, it does. It's awesome. <laughs> um, anyways, so <laughs> the original Hebrew title of the book is Now These Are the Names of, which is the first words not, of the mm, book of Exodus. Not very catchy. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit much. Um, and then that that word now in Hebrew is used kind of like a conjunction meaning and. And so Exodus is like a continuation of Genesis. Uh, it wasn't really meant to be read by itself. It's like a sequel to Genesis almost. All right. And the English title Exodus means a going out 
not to the movies or to the bar or anything like that. No? Mm. Yeah. It just means a going out. Uh, that describes the core focus of the book, even though the book covers a lot more than just the leaving of Egypt. Well, that's uh, like the climax. Yeah, right. But the book starts with Jacob slash Joseph's family settling in Egypt, mm. and it also covers the events before and after the Exodus. Mm. Like the first half of the book is Egypt, and then the second half is the desert, right? Sort of, Just yeah. about. The first, we'll get into the outline pretty soon, but yeah, mm. basically the first part of the book is um, the leaving of Egypt, and the second part of the book is them out of Egypt. Mm. And God giving them rules and regulations and stuff. Oh, there's a lot of rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I for, for sure. I forgot about how many rules there are. Yeah. And we still <laughs> have to follow them <laughs> to this day. Yes, we do. Yep. For sure. The date of the Exodus itself is most likely in the 15th century BC during the reign of who? Amenhotep. Amenhotep. What? I'm sorry? Amenhotep II. <laughs> Amenhotep. <laughs> it, that was the name of the pharaoh uh yeah amenhotep the second i don't think they ever they never say that in the book right right yeah they don't say okay. pharaoh's name hmm. so there are three facts that support this time period um one of the fun facts is that his name was amenhotep yeah that's that's pretty fun yeah that's really. one of the facts that support <laughs> really really cool name yeah uh, i can't wait to name my child after him yeah amenhotep Okay, there's two ways to support the time period of the Exodus. Right. One is the biblical record, and the other thing is archaeological evidence. Right. Um, if we look into scripture, we see in 1 Kings 6.1, it says that there was 480 years between the Exodus and the beginning of construction on Solomon's temple, which was in the fourth year of his reign. The fourth year of his reign was 966 B.C., Placing the Exodus in fourteen forty six BC. Mm. Mm. And then Judges eleven twenty six says that Israel had been in the land for three hundred years by the time of Jephthah. And that was around eleven hundred BC. Uh if you add like forty years of wandering in the wilderness and then they needed some time to conquer Heshbon, uh that <laughs> that puts the Exodus around fourteen forty six as well. Um, hmm. So those are the two biblical references to the date of the mm. Exodus. Um, and they both put it at 1446. Hmm. There's also archaeological evidence that supports Exodus happening around that time. Tutmose IV took over as Pharaoh after Amenhotep II, but he was not the eldest son, which is very interesting. Um, because Shout out to a weird verse Wednesday next week. Mm. Talking about that. Are we? A little bit. We're oldest talking son, about Tutmos? Oldest son. Oh, just oldest sons? You'll find out. Okay. You'll find out. Okay, Oldest wait. son. Um, anyways, so, you know, the oldest son always succeeded the father for the throne when it came, when it comes to pharaohs. Uh, it probably was the second oldest in this case because of the 10th plague, which was the killing of the firstborn. Ooh. Mm. Interesting, right? Um, Fun fact. Yeah, so there was that. Also, it says that Amenhotep II had to repress insurgents during his reign. Um, we know that from extra biblical sources. It says it's written down that he had to repress insurgents, mm. uh, and that would probably be when the Israelites were attempting to leave. He was trying to repress them. Sorry, what is, insurgents? Yeah. So what does that mean? I don't know. 
That's the third <laughs> book in the Divergent series. Mm. Yeah. I think Insurgents is uh, like when you put something into something else. <laughs> How you doing? Do I have to look up what insert? <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> That's insertion. <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> Oh, an active revolt or uprising. Yes. Get that corn out of my face! Yeah, that's what uh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh was trying to say. Pharaoh said to the Israelites, get that corn out of my yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we think that that could be when Israel was attempting to leave Egypt. That was his repression of insurgents. Gotcha. Uh, and then lastly, Pharaohs during that dynasty were heavily pushing building projects in northern Egypt. And that would be a motive to enslaving the Jewish people. Mm. So that's the biblical and archaeological evidence for a 1446 BC date of the Exodus. Mm. Yeah, so when we look at Exodus as a whole, there's a purpose there. And that's to celebrate God's deliverance of Israel from bondage into the freedom of theocratic covenant relationship with him. Mm. Um, There are also some fun facts related to Exodus. Uh, Exodus is a third. You're making them sound so fun. Oh boy! There's some fun facts. <laughs> They're really, really fun, guys. Let's get into it. Let's them. talk about there some fun some, facts. Exodus is the third most cited book in the New Testament, mm. and the most cited book in other books of the Old Testament. Really? Yes, sir. And similar to silent period between the Old and the New Testament, there's about a 300 and 400-year gap between the events of Genesis and the events of Exodus. The OG silent period. Oof. Are you doing? Is that technical? Is that the technical name? Yeah, that's what they taught us in theology school. Really? Yeah, the OG silent period. What's the OG stand for? The original gangster silent period. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Ken Ham calls it. Are you doing? Shout out to Ken Ham. Um, (laughs) And this is, this, this, uh, this fun fact I found to be really interesting there was probably around three to four million people that left egypt that's like the entire city of los angeles and you know what honestly i wouldn't be mad if los angeles got up and left (laughs) (laughs) what some hot takes shout out to los angeles Angeles. (laughs) oh man we still love you los angeles wait wait a minute sorry just to backtrack a little bit Earlier, we said that Genesis, uh, Exodus is like a sequel to Genesis. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's still a silent period. There's a, yes. a gap mm-hmm. between. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like Avatar. Yeah, Avatar came out and there's supposed to be a sequel and here we are 15 years later. Oh, it's just like yeah. that. <laughs> We're yeah. still waiting on the sequel. Yeah. Everyone's waiting. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny because I was just like, I was, I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, what are they coming out with Avatar? You know? <laughs> You don't think about that every day of my life. Hold on, are you not like looking forward I to the about Avatar the sequel? Street Boys album, and then I thought about Avatar right after. Yeah, it's like, when are they doing it? I honestly think about the Avatar sequel at least three times a year. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's outline Exodus real quick. There's two major sections. The first part is the redemption of God's people from Egypt, and that's from chapters one to chapter eighteen. And then the second part is the revelation to God's people at Sinai. And that's from chapters 19 to chapter 40. Uh, So first let's break down the redemption of God's people from Egypt. 
Um, and that breaks down even further into four sections. Hmm. There's the oppression of Israel in Egypt and that's chapter one. And that's where we see Pharaoh calling for the Jewish babies to be murdered. That's where Moses is born. And then he's his mother, uh, you know, makes the basket and puts him in the river. Oh, that's well, the, the next section, okay. uh, which is chapters two through four. Hmm. His birth story is chapter two verses one through 10. And that's where he, um, how's that song go? He goes floating down the Nile. Oh, I don't know that song. Yeah. Yeah, me either. I think you just uh, made that up. It's on the DNA album. Uh, and then... <laughs> Kendrick? <laughs> yeah. And then um, also part of the Moses emerging story in chapters two through four is when he killed the Egyptian soldier and ran off to Midian. And that was chapters two, eleven, two verse eleven to chapter four, verse seventeen. Yeah, mm. real quick. One of the things I find interesting about this book is just like how flawed Moses is. Yeah, like all the stuff he does and how he's not confident at all. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into that. I love how God does that. Mm. God uses, relate. yeah, God uses the unequipped, the yeah. um, like the, us, exactly, exactly, big time. Um. And then also when he's in Midian, that's where the burning bush happens. And God tells him to take off his sandals. He's on holy ground, all that Mm. stuff. And he also calls himself I am uh, for the first time right there. That's one of my favorite verses in scripture. I love that. And then lastly, um, in this section of Moses emerging, he returns to Egypt by God's command. And that's in chapter four, verse 18 through 31. Mm. Then the next section of the redemption of God's people from Egypt is Moses's struggle with Pharaoh. And that's a big chunk. That's from chapter five all the way to chapter 12, verse 36. Um, and that starts with Moses confronting Pharaoh in in chapter five through chapter seven, 13 for the so first time, not to be so vague, he's confronting him so that he can release Israel. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So God, uh, when he was at the burning bush told Moses to go and free the Israelites from Egypt because Egypt was oppressing them and God wanted to bring them to the promised land, so on and so forth. Yeah. Pharaoh didn't know about, well, I don't know if he knew or just ignored the fact that they had an arrangement of the Israelites being there mm-hmm. and, and the, that they were supposed to be there to be blessed, but he was afraid. And this is, again, this is backtracking back to the Abrahamic covenant where God told God promised that they would be uh, fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. He was afraid that they were going to overpopulate right. the Egyptians right, and potentially over overthrow them. Right. Yeah. So whenever Moses is confronting Pharaoh, he's using different signs and miracles to prove that mm-hmm. God sent him. And then Pharaoh comes he has back, magicians. right, and has his magicians do the same miracles. Um, you know, one of the miracles is Moses would put his hand in his cloak, and then pull it out, and his hand would have leprosy. Mm. And he put it back in his cloak, and then pulled it out, and it didn't have leprosy. He also did one where he threw his walking stick on the ground, and it turned into a snake. Uh, and then he picked it up, and it turned back into a walking stick. But the magicians were able to do the same things this this I, is one of the parts of the bible that you know admittedly is hard to believe so but this topic i love because you could think of it of two ways i mean unless you have something to add go ahead but um this is super interesting because 
Satan does have the power to deceive. There are two ways to look at this. I mean, maybe there's a third, but there's two ways that I know of. Um, one is that Satan has enough power, potential power to deceive. So he doesn't have enough, as much power as God, but he could potentially try to deceive others by by uh, by giving these musicians the power to pharaohs musicians musicians yeah to the power to play the piano no <laughs> magicians to potentially do these things there's also another thing these people were trained magicians what do magicians do they 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 uh oh, they're tricksters they exactly dirty tricksters a bunch of illusions hmm. so either satan gave them um a little bit of power to do some of the things and we eventually realize that they can't keep up with Moses they can't do everything that Moses is doing but the the tricks that they chose to do could have easily been illusions so at the time like like the snake there was a lot of different um, snake charming back then so they could have easily charmed a snake into doing what they did hmm. um, it I could, hate that explanation really yeah but it takes like uh, it takes like the mm, supernatural part of it out. I mean, I think it's a good explanation for the water, the blood, the how they turn the water into blood. Also, I think they can just it's put like dye or whatever. Yeah. I think also the leprosy thing. They could just put like some you know whatever, whatever on the inside right. of their cloak yeah, yeah. to make their hand. But then also, how would they be prepared for that on the spot? That's also true. And then, but also on the spot, right. <laughs> Whoa. leprosy joke for you. <laughs> oh. That one fell apart. Are you <laughs> no leprosy joke. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, um, so what I don't like that argument with is the snake thing because it's like they could have. So I I also read about that, and the guy was like, well, you know, they had a trick where they could make the snakes stay really stiff and look like a stick or whatever and to reality, me, that's just, just like stupid like yeah you can you and me would still see that it's a snake even if it's like stiff to me that's i don't know it's just like stupid i don't know i i really don't know but yeah. i can see how if you're if you're like titled a magician right that you would have these things in the back pocket you know right. what i mean like yeah like you would think that if a magician is doing a card trick or a trick in front of you, that you'd be able to like this, you know, really quickly identify, oh, you did this. Right. But when you're in the moment and you're watching a professional do their thing, it's really hard to notice the things behind it. Right. I mean, I'd rather, I don't know, I don't know what side I pick. Satan could have very well did this, though. Right. Hmm. I mean, he was a snake in the Garden of Eden. You know I mean, he has, he has different things that he could do. But the most important part of this passage is that Satan or illusions or whatever side you want to pick could not keep up with the reality of God. Right. Um, and then the last part of Moses' struggle with Pharaoh is obviously God sending the plagues upon Egypt. Some of my favorites, of course, being the frog plague and the... Um, That's just like a slap in the face. And the fly plague. Mm, Those are both yeah. good ones. You think it's better than the firstborn dying? <laughs> well, like creative, but, yeah, more creative. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm not saying those are the most intense ones. Those are just my personal favorites. Gotcha. Uh, that's pretty crazy, you know. Like just frogs piled up, like yeah. on top of each other. And yeah, stuff. that'd it's be pretty like crazy cool. intense. 
Yeah, imagine being Egyptian at this time. Yeah. What an awful time to be alive. There must be. Anybody else trying to think of a real corny dad joke right now that has to do with frogs? Actually. Let's jump no. on that. No. <laughs> okay. What, what, what is it? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like a toad? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You're not laughing. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of it, but I can't. Uh, let's, so just, let's jump on that. Topic. The most important plague would definitely be the last plague, which is the um, the death of the firstborn. If you didn't have um, blood on your doorpost, and that's where we get the Passover from, hmm. is from when God came house to house, and if you had blood on your doorpost, he passed over and did not kill the firstborn in that house. Um, so that was the plague that caused Pharaoh to say, okay, you guys go on, go on, <laughs> go on. Speaking of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, that's where he said, go ahead and get on out of here. And, uh, even though he changed his mind, later. which he did. Yes. But, uh, that would conclude the that shows section. You how evil he was. Mm. The fact that your firstborn died. A god so powerful that he can kill your firstborn and you still pursue the people. All the firstborns in Egypt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, but yeah. if someone killed my my, my, my kids, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done yeah. trying to pursue yeah. you. Yeah. I'm done. But he kept going. Yeah. So here we have um, when the Israelites are leaving um, Egypt, we have this moment in scripture where where Moses raises his staff and separates the sea um, known as the Red Sea. The interesting fact about this is that the name Red Sea is it's not really named that in the original text. It's actually called the Sea of Reeds. 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 R-E-E-D-S. Yes, not a reading. Yeah, they were reading the sea. They were reading no, Exodus. It's called the Sea of Reeds. Um, originally translated to Red Sea in the what? The Subtuagint. Subtuagint. Yes, Septuagint. If you don't know what the Greek. Septuagint is, that's the yes, the very early Greek translated version of the Old Testament. Mm. It actually came before Jesus and the New Testament. Wait, of the Old Testament or the Pentateuch? Of the Old Testament, of the whole thing. Yes. Okay. And uh, it, yeah, it was dated back to around the third century BC. <coughs> that's where the Red Sea came from. Yeah, a, kind of a mistranslation in hmm. the Septuagint. Gotcha. But there's there's a there's a zillion theories about which body of water they were at, but it was most likely an extension of the Red Sea anyway. Yeah, so it was. It's not like it's way off. Right. Yeah. So uh, continuing on in that section, there's the praise by Moses and Miriam for deliverance, and that's chapter fifteen, verse one through twenty-one. Uh, and then there's the journey to Mount Sinai, and that's. Chapter fifteen twenty two to chapter eighteen twenty seven, hmm. and when they get to Mount Sinai, that is where the next section of Exodus starts, and that is the revelation to God's people at Mount Sinai, and that hmm. goes from chapters nineteen and closes out the book in chapter forty. After that, we see the Mosaic Covenant, which is also known as the Old Covenant. Um, a lot of times, we talk about. We're no longer in the old covenant. We're in the new covenant on the Christ. Uh, but here, the Mosaic covenant was um, the only covenant that God really gives with stipulations. 
in other covenants, God just said, I'm going to do this and did it despite what the person did. In this covenant, he was like, if you don't do this, the covenant is broken. If you don't do this, if you don't follow these rules, the covenant is not going to happen. You need to follow these rules, which is the Mosaic covenant, which is the Ten Commandments, along with a list of other rules and regulations. Uh, it's a, definitely a tough read, but it's definitely worth reading. Do yeah. You, um, do you guys think we could name all Ten Commandments? Yes. Thou shalt not murder. Okay. Thou shalt not steal. Honor thy father and mother. Uh, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul your mind. Yep. Are you strength? Uh, no. No. Uh, keep this. <laughs> keep the Sabbath. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. No. No. Have no other gods before yeah. God. What am I getting confused with? That's that's the commandment Jesus gives. Yeah. This is the first and greatest commandment. Yeah. 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 So what is that for? Um. Actually, yeah, you're right. Love you shall Lord love the God. Lord your God. Yeah. Well, it's like the, have no other gods. There's the first two the are first about one. idolatry. Yeah. So it's you shall have no other gods before me, and then you shall not. Um, create graven images. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. no, because they seem right. they seem like the same commandment, but they're yeah. The first two are about idolatry. Yeah. And there's honor your father and mother. Keep remember the Sabbath day. There's do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Um. Do not. Um. Uh, take the Lord's name in vain. Take the Lord's name in vain. Uh. What's the one I was thinking of? Oh, uh, do not um, no, covet. 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 Yeah. Bear false witness against your neighbor. Yes. And bear false witness. Was that ten? Mm. Boomsy. Not covet yeah. your neighbor's wife. Yeah. We said Don't that. do that. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't so want your wife, though. Thanks, man. I don't want your wife. So yeah. So the Mosaic Covenant is chapters nineteen through chapter thirty-one. So it's a big section of of this portion of scripture, and it's a big part of the Bible, the Mosaic Covenant. Uh, it's important to know. Uh, the Ten Commandments itself is chapter 20, hmm. verse 1 through 21. And then you have like miscellaneous laws uh, for the rest of chapter 20 all the way to chapter 24. There's a lot of laws. Yeah, there is. And then there's some uh, like ceremonial regulations. Hmm. And that oh, goes um, from... <laughs> sorry, instructions on how to build the tabernacle? Uh, not yet. Hmm. Um, not yet. That's almost. more... Uh, yeah, almost. Uh, and that's from 24 to chapter 31. The 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 next part, the failure and restoration of evil, uh, of Israel, uh, chapters 32 and 34 is is super interesting to me. As I'm reading this, I'm realizing that Moses is up there on top of the mountain having this confrontation with God, and I think it would be obvious, no? Like, the, does the Bible say that? I don't. I, maybe well, I read well, over it. Is it obvious? Isn't there like a, God's presence? Yeah, yeah, like yeah there's a big, a big cloud yeah. covering the mountain. There's like yeah. lightning so, yeah. and stuff. So when you're you're obviously below, looking at Moses having this this moment with God, and obviously the presence is overwhelming. I would assume. Um, and then you're like, you know what? Make us a golden calf so that we have something to worship. So obviously, wasn't it also like? Uh, many days that he was up there. I don't know. Yeah. I was about to say that. For a long time. So we don't know. Do we know how long it was? <coughs> so we, it, it must have taken a long time because because they were getting they tired had, of waiting. They had time to make yeah. this golden calf. Yeah, it's not like they could just like get well, it a just bunch. Just appeared, according oh, to Aaron. It? Yeah, 
according to Aaron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said he threw a bunch of gold in the fire and it just kind of appeared. <laughs> he Well, he did say that. Did they have magicians on staff? Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> on staff? Oh! No no Come on, intended. Dad. Come on, Dad. Come on, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So after that moment, then you have the renewal of the covenant. Wait, oh, can we finish up this calf story? Cause no, absolutely not. Aaron, Moses' brother, makes a calf out of all the earrings from the Israelites. Yes. He gets all their gold together, their mm-hmm. jewelry. Mm-hmm. He he makes a golden calf. That but just he, magically appeared, but, by the way. you know, Moses comes back down the mountain, they're all worshiping the this calf and it's like what are you doing yeah Aaron, aaron's like i don't you know it just appeared i don't know where it came yeah, from yeah right and moses is so mad he takes the calf and melts it in the river uh-huh. and then he makes all the israelites drink the water of the yes. river yeah after he throws the ten commandments on the ground and oh yeah that's right him. yeah dude he was mad yeah of course you're having this moment with god up there and then you come down and like people are doing the, the total opposite would you like throw your bible on the floor would you ever throw your bible on the well, floor? no but it's different because these are tablets that were really hard to, you know, they didn't have the tools like we do. And then they go and they break and you can't just get that back. Right. So it's even worse. Way worse. Yeah. I'm saying I wouldn't even throw my Bible on the floor. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know like tablets on you you well, come listen, to church one day again, and I'm basically just saying that I'm better than Moses. Wait a minute. Well, let's uh, talk about this for a moment. <laughs> you just had this moment with God. He made these tablets for you. He's had this moment up there and you feel something that no one on earth has felt. Right. You must feel like it's like an uh, Well, like, it's, it's direct divine revelation. But no, but what I'm saying is this experience that he had was unlike anything we could ever imagine. It's almost yeah. as like experience. As if like Backstreet Boys put out a new album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like the feel? feeling that he had. That's the feeling. The feeling of Avatar coming out with their second right. sequel. Don't even joke. Not second sequel. The sequel. <laughs> but um <laughs> But anyway, dude, this this moment that he had with God, we can't even come to terms with it. We can't even explain that moment. Well imagine coming to imagine church the anger. and then your pastor brings a golden calf to church and tells mm-hmm. everyone to worship it. I think it's beyond that. I would definitely throw my Bible on the ground. Yeah, yeah so he can read it. <laughs> Yeah, throw it. You throw your Bible on his at way him. out. Be like, "What's that?" And open it. You know. <sighs> Anyways, so yeah, so he did that. But um, after they drank their golden water, they uh, <laughs> God, <laughs> there was the renewal of the covenant. Golden water. There was a renewal of the covenant, and that was chapter thirty-three, verse seven, all the way to chapter thirty-four, verse thirty-five, and then the last part of Exodus. Is the construction of the tabernacle, Ooh. and that's chapters thirty-five through forty, um, and we break that down into five little sections. There's the preparation, which uh, is chapter thirty-five. There's the building in chapter thirty-six to thirty-nine. There's the completion of the tabernacle, which is um, chapter thirty-nine to forty-three. There's the assembly of the tabernacle because you know it was like a mobile. Mm. mobile church kind of deal that was in chapter 40 uh all the way up to verse 33 and then there was god's dwelling in the tabernacle and that was the last four verses of exodus and god came and dwelt in the tabernacle Wait, wasn't he like a flame that just existed above the tabernacle uh something like that most interesting part is that this book ends with moses being unable to go into the tabernacle 
Interesting. Cool. But yeah, so it uh, it ends with God dwelling in the tabernacle, and that's how uh, everything ends in life, right? God dwelling inside of the tabernacle. Mm. Well, anyway, <laughs> that was the <laughs> that was the episode on Exodus. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned some stuff. And as always, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Bible Dingers. Bible ding up in this thing. <laughs> yeah. That's not supposed to be on our yeah, Oh, board. yes, it is. No, it's not. It's always oh, been. Oh, yes, though. it is. Bible ding. ding. Up in this thing. That was a real one, and they're both terrible, uh-huh. by the way. Yeah. Anyway, so hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think about what we're doing. At Bible Dingers. At Bible Dingers. And just give us the likes. Don't pass just and scroll. Give the likes, don't pass and scroll. Give us something, Ryan. Give us something. Here we go. Hey. This hey. is Backstreet Boys. <laughs> you know it is. Put it up. Put it up. You know it is, baby. Bible dingers. Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did this. Come on. Bible dingers. I'm sorry about this, dingers, but we're out.